Hey, listeners, just a reminder that the history of everything sex is for mature audiences, so listen with discretion. And don't forget, we're ready for suggestions, ideas, stories, whatever you want to tell us. Just email us at thehistoryofsexpod at gmail.com. Thanks! Okay. Hello. Ready to say you're welcome? I am. Welcome to the History of Everything Sex. I'm Melinda. I'm Terry. And I am really excited about today's history. I feel like I'm always excited about you are, yes. every episode, but... I'm excited to learn. Well, this one is kind of weird that I'm excited because we're basically talking about a group of, a group of men who absolutely hate women. Oh. Um, but what I found so interesting was about how this group came to be. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Well, let me think. Group that hates women. (laughs) Cut. Actually. Yep. We're talking about incels. Okay. Yes. All right. I know what they are. Yes. I know what that is. Yeah. It's short for involuntary celibates. So this was brought, I had never, I don't think I'd ever heard of incels until maybe in the last six months or so. Two different podcasts that I listened to each had an episode about crime committed by incels. Mm-hmm. And so they gave a little bit of a, this is what an incel is, and then discussed the crime. Well, then I was like, oh, I'm going to need to know a little bit more about this incel thing. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, this is perfect. So Yeah, I didn't know that it stood for involuntary celibate, which makes sense. Yes, It I does know. make sense. I just, I, I um, but my sons actually told me what it was. Yes. So, yeah. So. The first thing that I have to clarify is that the group that we are talking about today are the misogynist incels. Mm -hmm. Because there are some incels who belong to another group, but we'll get to all that in a few minutes. Okay. So first, there's a little prelude to discuss. There are a lot of moving parts in this story. So I try to break it all down so that it's not like, wait, what did you... I thought... Okay. So I'm trying to break it down. Okay. It starts sometime around the 1970s when the women's rights movement began. Mm-hmm. Now, some may actually say that this ideology actually dates back to 1919, mm-hmm. when women were finally given the right to vote. Mm. And maybe to some degree, it really has been under the surface of society for 100 years. But most experts seem to point to the women's rights movement and the uprising of feminism as the origin for the men's rights movement. So men felt that women were wrongly discriminating against them, that it was the women who were sexist, and it was the men who were the victims. At the same time, while seemingly contradicting themselves, men wanted to reassert dominance, and so began the male supremacists. Okay. So, put that in your pocket for right now. Mm -hmm. To truly explain how the misogynistic incels became such a violent, hostile community, we have to discuss the evolution of two very different yet related phenomena. First up, the seduction industry. Oh. Mm-hmm. So way back in the year two, <laughs> literally two. Just the year two. The year two. Ovid wrote Ars Amatoria. Okay. Which Ars makes me giggle. Cause yes, it does. Because British say ass. Yeah. But it's not that. Okay. Um, it's actually the art of love. Okay. Which is a book that taught young men where to take women on dates and how to be sexually stimulating. Oh, wow. Okay. Mr. Year Two. Right. We're going to party like it's two. (laughs) Right? In 1937, Jack Hanley wrote his own guide, 
Let's make Mary, being a gentleman's guide to scientific seduction in eight easy lessons. Okay. Now, now this is 1937. So in this case, to make is to put the make on or to pick up. Okay. So let's make. And Mary is just used as a euphemism for women. Okay. So, and and it's more of a funny satirical book. Yeah. It's, It's kind of making light of the whole thing anyway. Yeah. So then in 1948, Norton Hughes Jonathan wrote guidebook for the young man about town the way to more popularity and personality for modern young men these books have such long titles they do (laughs) um and this had advice on dating as well as college life manners that sort of thing so it's kind of like how to be a a guy how to Mm -hmm. be a gentleman in 1967 the art of erotic seduction by albert ellis was published and this gem begins by setting ground rules such as Finding a partner of legal age. Oh, you know what? I'm really happy that that's All in right. there. Let's let's yeah, let's put that out there. Okay. Um, using contraception. I'm already a fan. Mm-hmm. And make sure your partner enjoys the experience. Wow. Right. So you're gonna dive right in. But right. Then it outlines <laughs> how to persuade women who may be coy or reluctant to do the dirty. How to talk them into having sex with you. Yeah. Let's take yeah. that part out. So the resistance is futile mm-hmm. let me show you how to get past that right right that right 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 they have to put up because if they don't put it up then they're a slut so you have to know how to work it yeah if they say There's, no this is what you do right and, so and it's not call the maneuver right and this is a running theme through the rest of this show that, that, mm-hmm, that's how it, i'm gonna need some pepto-bisnol so, for the upset stomach i'm about to get <laughs> i got you okay in 1988 Ross Jeffries wrote, How to Get the Women You Desire into Bed. Okay. This educational book based its lessons on a relatively new idea called NLP, or Neuro Linguistic Programming, which later was found out to have no scientific basis at all. And this approach trains you, or people, to be able to influence others through building rapport and using communication to persuade and guide them. Mm all about persuasion so ross was heavily influenced by this methodology and three years after his book was published he started offering classes and seminars called speed seduction oh geez yes so for this he's credited with starting the seduction community around this time our beloved internet was born which gave ross yet another tool to market his classes so one of his students louis de Payne, Indy ass. I'm sure. <laughs> started an internet forum called alt.seduction.fast. Oh my God. Right. So here, men discussed products and ideas from the speed seduction classes, as well as their experiences as they tried the lessons in real life to attract and bed women. Bed. So it's kind of like a study group outside of class. Right. In 1999, member Clifford Lee was banned from the forum because he was introducing techniques that did not align with NLP and speed seduction. So he went off and he founded Cliff's List, which is currently, which currently claims to be the world's largest and longest running newsletter on dating. Okay. So he got a mailing list. Okay. And he made up his little newsletters and mailed them out. And All that right. list got bigger and bigger and you can still get on Cliff's List right now on the internet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Other forums were popping up on the internet, 
1998, Alan Thompson started his So Suave discussion forum. And in the early 2000s, Mystery, a lot of these people have really interesting nicknames or pseudonyms. Mm -hmm. Mystery set up Mystery's Lounge, a password-protected chat room that was more exclusive. Okay. So, through all these books and classes and newsletters and web forums, men were becoming pickup artists. When Neil Strauss, a.k.a. Style, published his book, The Game, the seduction industry really took off. In fact, VH1 had a show called The Pickup Artist. That's what I was about to say. (laughs) Yep, it aired for two seasons. So... First, I'd like to share with you some terms used by pickup artists, or PUAs. Okay. And then I'll tell you some of their techniques. Okay. I just was like, what? This can't be real. Right. It's real. It's a thing. Right. So, we have your AFCs, which are your average frustrated chumps. Okay. And that's the guys who want to learn the ways of the pickup artists. We have the AMOGs. Okay. A-M-O-G, which is the alpha male of the group. And this refers to the guy who is trying to block you okay. when you're trying to make your moves. We have the bitch shield, which is what the girls put up when they're shutting you down. Bitch shield, yeah, they call it. Yeah, that's their defense. Yeah. She put up her bitch shield. So they get to be called alpha male. Yeah. Well, they're not alpha males. Alpha males are bad. Oh, okay. okay. Alpha males are blocking you when you're trying to do your pickup right. artist thing. But right. the word... The title is nice, you know what I mean? Correct. Oh, you just call me alpha male? Thank you. Yeah, it gets worse, though. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Um, We have CNB, which is crash and burn. Mm -hmm. Um, We have the cat string theory. So as the girl goes to grab the string that you're dangling in front of her, pull it away. Right, right. Tease her. Yes. Make her chase it. Whatever. Yeah. The compliance test, which is suggesting that a girl do something to see if she complies and this helps to see if she's into you mm-hmm. okay babe you should go go get me a coke wire over there if she does it she's obviously into you if she doesn't move along she don't want you hmm. Hmm. um so we have the fb which is of course the fuck buddy mm-hmm. um f close means to fuck which i guess comes from the whole like when you close a deal oh so f close Basically, if you say, I F closed, it means that you got right. me bad. Right, okay. That's a little dumb, but yeah. they're men, so. Right. <laughs> um, FR is field report, so when you come back and you're... You have to have, be able to kiss and tell. Yep. Or not kiss and tell. Right. Freeze out is when you strategically ignore a girl to get her. I'm going to freeze her out, and then she'll yeah. come running for me. Right. There's an IOD, which is an indicator of disinterest. And an IOI, which is an indicator of interest. Okay. The Kino, K-I-N-O, means touching a girl. And I don't think it stands for anything, but it's used relatively frequently. Like, I keynoted her, or I moved in for the Kino. That's that's weird. Yeah. Neg, N-E-G. So this is a sly remark said to a girl, and we'll talk more about that in a minute when we go to the techniques. Because it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, opening the target means to approach a girl. Sarge is trying to pick up girls, so you go out sarging. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing Friday night? I'm sarging at the bar. Yeah. Uh, and then UG means ugly girl. Okay. Real took a lot of wisdom for that one. Right. So, all right, now we got the lingo. So let's talk about some of these pickup artist techniques. 
Okay, so first, escalating touch. They start with a high five or a little side hug. Mm -hmm. Then the hand on your back. They brush the hair out of your eye. Mm -hmm. So they're basically, on one hand, they're escalating, obviously, but they're also feeling you out. Right. They're like, okay, if she'll let me do this, then next I'll try something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I'm in bed with her. Right. Okay. Um, Number two, the classic PUA 101 move is the spin move, where he literally spins you around within one minute of meeting you. Bruh. Spins you around. Yeah, like he holds your hand and then like and then spins you around. Twirls you around because he wants to get a a three sixty view. Obviously, I, wants to see if you're clumsy. I would. That's where I would fail. They'd go to spin me around and I'd chip my tooth on the ground. They'd be like, "Here's a couple dollars for an Uber." <laughs> You'd be like, I was never here. I was in here. No, here's some money for an Uber. Bye. He backs out slowly. Well, now everybody who's listening knows never to use the old spin move. Don't on use you. a spin move on me. Uh uh-uh. uh. Number three, they'll become whatever or whoever they think you need. They'll focus on what you both have in common and they'll talk about a future together using statements of vulnerability. Like, oh, I could totally see us together because you're such a strong woman and mm-hmm. that's really what I need. Which is weird because the next one is nagging and it's really the opposite. Yeah. But, but that's, you know. Oh, you, you know, your man doesn't do this for you? Right, oh, right, right. Oh, if I were with you, I'd right, always right, do right. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so negging. Again, it's N-E-G. So this is a cross between an insult and a compliment, like a backhanded compliment. Um, and it's u- used to lower your self-esteem and seek his validation. So he'd say, like, oh, we'd never work anyway because you're way too into your friends, job, school, whatever. Or he'd say, oh, it would never work. You're obviously not as serious about fitness as I am. And that somehow is supposed to be some kind of, like, reverse psychology? Yes. Oh, no, 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 let me show you. I've yes. got a Planet Fitness membership, and, and I once lost 12 pounds, and, mm-hmm. and the pandemic's not been kind. And right. And you're also supposed to somehow be able, in your as a woman, we're supposed to think, I think he means that in a complimentary way, like, oh, I'm too into school, meaning I'm a good student, but I want to make sure he knows that I'm not, I mean, that's not all I'm about. I mean, right. I like to party and have fun. Right, right, right. So it gets in your head. And then, like, yeah, like I said, you're Then you're explaining his. yourself, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, triangulating. Um, this is approaching a group of women and flirting with one other than the one that you're actually interested in to make her jealous. Oh, yeah. I did not know that's what that was called, but you can totally tell when Absolutely. I've been the girl that they're flirting with <laughs> because they're trying to get, do you know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. I'm so glad I'm funny. Right. Yes. I know. I, I get there it. There you go. Okay. Peacocking. Well, I show, think I know what that means. Show all your bling. Yep. Wear your most expensive clothes and all of your chains. And this just makes me want to throw up. Right. Because I'm just picturing like one of those middle-aged men with their big gold watch and their big thick gold necklace on. Yeah. And don't, do not. The do little not blingy, blingy <laughs> butt jeans. Yes. Yeah. All right. We have the statement of empathy. And this is a statement made to build trust after they cross the line. For example, if he comes in for a kiss and you shut him down, and he'll go, I'm sorry, I just got caught up in the moment. Or I just got caught up in your beauty. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, of course I forgive you then, because, I mean, I mm-hmm. am stunning, so. Uh, right. 
Right, of course. So he'll pour on the appreciation and he'll work really hard to make you feel special. If you do the tiniest little nice thing for him, he'll be so thankful. Mm. Like, I can't believe you went all the way next door to borrow that egg so you could make me brownies. Yeah, right. That's so... That's Nobody so ever did anything like that for me. Right. Ugh. Uh, number nine, he'll flirt with others in front of you. Or he'll talk about his exes, the ones that definitely want him back. And he broke their heart. And he, you know, he feels really bad for that because they just, you know, they were so in love with him. And then he'll say things like, well, just today this chick was hitting on me. And, you know, just mm-hmm. making him look way, way better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he'll use three to four pre-planned lines that, quote, always work. Right. So according to these idiots, and I'm quoting here, you have to understand that almost every woman can be seduced. All you have to do is find her weak spot. Mm. Find out what she lacks or what she's missing in her life or relationship. The other one is all girls think and behave the same way. You'll get familiar with their way of thinking, and then you'll be able to predict their behavior and take advantage of it. Oh, you look like you want to punch me. I'm just telling you. Isn't it horrible? It is terrible. I hope my sons don't feel that way. I know, and yeah. it's just like, geez. Or, you know, I mean, this could go, I'm sure, you know, other... I don't know. I'm sure there's a, a male equivalent to this. Or a female equivalent to this in some way, shape, or form. You know well, what I mean? Well, I mean, it brings up grooming. It yeah. It makes me think of grooming. Yeah. It makes me think of, like, the abuser who you have the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all very connected. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah, and it's, it's just a shame. It is. It's a- <laughs> okay, so the other phenomenon starts with a queer bisexual woman from Toronto, Canada named Alana. In 1998, she created an online forum that she called... Alana's Involuntary Celibacy Project. She called it Invisel, which I cannot even say that. I-N-V-C-E-L. Mm-hmm. Invisel. Okay, maybe that sounded better. You said right it. You said Invisel. I Invisel. Like, oh, because you're getting stuck in the Z. Invisel. Okay. Kind of like, a, like an imbecile. But imbecile. But an imbecile. All right. Well, they quickly changed it to incel something. Okay. Good job. Um, Alana herself was in her 20s, and she had yet to find a partner. In other words, she was a virgin. Mm -hmm. Um, The group was meant to be a place of support and commiserating, like a safe place for men and women who were socially awkward and as yet unsuccessful in dating to share their desires, frustrations, failures, successes. Many, many of the pickup artists also fell into the involuntary celibate group. So they flocked to this site. And with them, they brought their ideals. For example, the idea of the sexual marketplace. Um, Here it is said that every person has a marketplace value Mm -hmm. based on looks, fitness, age, wealth, social class, etc. So they believed in female hypergamy. Mm. Um, since the feminist movement, women had started looking to snag men with a higher marketplace value than their own. Okay. In fact, in a theory that they called the 80-20 rule, 80% of women want the top 20% of men. Hmm. This leaves 80% of men vying for the bottom 20% of women. Oh. Huh. It's math. <laughs> To me, the math doesn't quite work out. Right, right, right. But 
it's their thing, not yeah. mine. So initially, the PUA school of thought was that you could increase your sexual market value by learning game. Mm-hmm. Also by learning, I'm sorry, also by earning more money and becoming more physically fit, like through working out and stuff. Okay. So, like working out and stuff. <laughs> like working out. I mean, right. that's not a terrible philosophy. No, it's not. Yeah. You know, if you, it could go the other way too. And you could be like, the reason you don't have girls is because your self-esteem slow. So yeah. Maybe if you work out and you feel better. Right. You can maybe pick up the girls. So uh-huh. initially, okay. So Alana's in self-forum gradually devolved. As men who became more and more frustrated with being turned down and unable to find sex partners became the dominant voices of the forum. Around this time, a site called PUAHate.com appeared, specifically for men who had taken all the PUA classes, read all the books, tried all the techniques, and still had not found love, or at least sex. So the incels of Alana's group ended up pushing out all the women as well as the members who had already lost their virginity. Mm. And this is where we have to clarify, again, that we're talking about the misogynist incels. Because there are still some groups out there of people who are temporary incels. Okay. People who are going through a dry spell for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They want to have sex, but circumstances are just not lining up in their favor right now. They're just misogynist incels are who we usually are referring to when we talk about the incel movement. Mm. So this community has a very unique philosophy and even their own vocabulary. Incels came up with the red pill, black pill idea from the Matrix thing. Okay. But theirs is red and black. If you take the red pill or if you are red pilled, you believe that men are at a huge disadvantage purely due to their gender and that women are only going to date alpha males or those with a high SMV, sexual market value. Okay. This group believes that if you want a woman as a partner, you have to go to the gym, become buff, while also treating women poorly to attract them. Hmm. So they've got something. They think they have something figured out. Right, right, right. They've got these women all figured out. If I look good, treat them like crap, I'll get them. Okay, right. Okay. Yeah. These incels are pitied or looked down on by those who have downed the black pill because these guys understand what's really happening. Men are the lesser sex. No matter how hard you try or how much you work on self-improvement, you'll never succeed in relationships. Jeez. All the odds are stacked against you purely because you were born average looking or less than average looking. Hmm. There's no way to fix this. The red pillars are just too stupid to acknowledge this. They just keep making fools of themselves by trying. In fact, black pill followers believe that there are only two solutions. Change the lopsided system that so obviously caters to beautiful women through mass violence. Good lord. Or take your own life. What Hmm. in the world? Yeah. So, here's an incel post that describes one viewpoint. Puts it into words, in their words, I should say. The disadvantage of being male is hard to quantify. Men have a more intense role to play. This takes eight years off your life. For a million of men who can't find a mate, take off another eight years. Women are accepted into society no matter what. Guys have to earn a place in society by getting a job in an economy where most jobs are more suited to females. Females are not shy and have much less social anxiety. 
they basically are given a free pass. This was fine in the days when women didn't have jobs. Nature gave them a bunch of, a bunch of social and sexual advantage to compensate for their lack of resources. Mm. Now that they have resource and sex power, things are out of balance. We need laws. Laws? Laws? We need laws that prevent females from going to university or taking family supporting jobs from men. Our prisons are full of men who could not feed their families. The rape laws should be repealed. Oh my God. Females are artificially restricting the supply of available females in their reproductive years. Rape is the answer. Societies go to war over lack of females and jobs. Females have become a threat to society and must be put back in their place. This is a this is something that actually that someone actually how long ago was that? Uh, I'm just curious. Mid two thousands, like two thousand and five, two thousand and four. What in the world? And there are still that is that's nuts. There's there's people that actually think those things. Absolutely. That's crazy. Yeah, and we'll see in a few minutes <sighs> how that all um, becomes really bad. Yeah. So, so over the years, new forums and websites splintered off of Alana's incel site. 4chan, loveshy.com, and PUA hate leaned toward misogynists and spewed hate toward women, as you heard. Mm -hmm. The subreddit set up by and for incels was actually banned by Reddit on November 7th, 2017. So this group became incel.me. A forum that stressed lookism, or the fact that looks, especially facial structure, are the cause of incels being rejected by women. They advocated for female slavery, legalization of rape, and a physical abuse of women. Incels as a whole, including pickup artists, men's rights activists, the Red Pill, which is a, another group, and men going their own way, believe that sexually, socially, and economically, women hold all the power. Mm -hmm. They believe that men have basic rights, food, shelter, and sexual access to attractive women. Even calling for the U.S. government to implement a system for distributing women to men so that all men will have a partner. My God. They dehumanize females promote male entitlement, and glorify using violence to fix the system and bring attention to their truth. They discuss the coming incel rebellion or beta uprising. My God. Yes. I hate it. Oh, God. I feel powerful, but I also hate it. Right, right, right. So I want to share some of the terms used by incels along with their meanings. As opposed to the pickup artists, these are a little different. Okay. a chad is the opposite of an incel. And this is a guy who has all the looks and the charm, and women just seem to flock to him. All, right. all the chads out there. Everybody likes chad. Mm-hmm. A Tyrone is a black chad. And yes, there is some underlying racism with the use of this term. Because according to incel theory, black and Latino men are portrayed in the media as very sexy and very wanted by women. So mm-hmm. a Tyrone is not just a Chad, but he also has the advantage of being black, which... Because they're more desirable or more romantic, or they have a 
mis- something mysterious sexy about them, sexy or, sexy or, yeah. or something. Yeah. All right. A Stacy is a female who only dates chads, so she would never consider dating an incel. She's an airhead, but she's also beautiful, and she definitely sleeps around. Mm, of course. Yeah. I mean, she has to. Sexy. If she's not sleeping with you, then she's sleeping with everyone. Obviously. Yes. A femoid is the term used for females, which is showing their subhumanness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's types of incels, which include true cells, which obviously is the real deal. They're virgins. They're unattractive. You're almost, like, proud to be a true cell when you're in this community. Okay. Fake cells, obviously, are those who pretend not to... I'm sorry. Are those who pretend to be incels. Okay. But they're actually, like, either not virgins or... They're just people wanting to peep on this community gotcha. and see what they're saying. Height cell is a short man, and his height is what his fault is as far as why he can't find a girl. Okay. A rice cell, which I hate, again, uh, is a Chinese I incel. knew you were going to mm-hmm. say that. And they, do, they say that Asians are portrayed as weak or feminine, so being Asian puts you at a big disadvantage because in society... Like I said, Asians are portrayed as the opposite of chance. Ugh, makes me mad. A wrist cell. Mm-hmm. So these are incels who have small wrists. And it really refers to, like, their overall bone structure. Like, they're built feminine or they're oh, small-boned. Okay. Like, they're not the big buff guy. So you're a wrist cell. It could, so could you be a height, a heighted rice wrist cell? Oh, my goodness. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, can you be, sure. what, what one do you fit in? Maybe you're all above. Maybe you're all of the above. You could also be a mental cell, mm-hmm. which means the reason that you're not wanted by women is because you're autistic or you have a low IQ. My God. I know. Mm. So. All right. Another term is NEET, N-E-E-T, which stands for not in employment, education, or training. And some of the incels use this to describe themselves. Basically, they're saying, I live in my mom's basement. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a job. Mm-hmm. Right. L-D-A-R means lay down and rot. And this refers to what incels might as well do. It can mean giving up on life, like literally suicide. Yeah. Or it can mean giving up on society and just, you know, doing your own thing and, you know, staying away from people. My God. Yes. So other interesting terms are. All because they've not had sex. Yes. And can't get a girl to have sex with them. Cannot, no matter what they do. Maybe they should stop trying so hard. Well, maybe women are just mean and picky Sub-human. and superficial. Ugh. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Stacy, go ahead. Yes. So other terms are cuck, which is a man whose wife or girlfriend is cheating on him. Usually he's aware of this. Mm-hmm. Riding the cock carousel. Um, this is the slutting around that all women supposedly do before settling down. You probably identify them with like a bracelet. They've got, like, one of those uh, bracelets from the zoo. Yeah, the kind that you, like, rip off the Rip off the tags. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it sticks. Unlimited rides on the carousel. Right. I don't see anything wrong with that. Go ahead. women are believed to have sex with as many attractive men as possible. Yeah. Just generally speaking, that's what women do. Okay. Period. (laughs) A roasty. You're going to love this. Okay. A roasty is a woman who has had a lot of sex. Okay. She's called Roasty because that is short for roast beef. Okay. Which is what her labia are assumed to look like after she's had a lot of sex. Meat curtains. Yes. Roast beef or roasty. Yes. And I mean, 
this is obviously coming from men who've never had sex. Right. So, you know, in their mind, and it's funny in the article, it was like in capital letters, this is not something that happens. Right, right, right. Like, guys, let me talk. But according to them, right. the roasties. So those are the hoes out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Meeks. M-E-E-K-S. Okay. You'll probably remember this. Okay. So this refers to Jeremy Meeks, who was a felon, and his mugshot went viral because he's yes. hot He's so good looking. Hell. He's got right. the blue, blue eyes. Yes. Yes. Exactly. He's like, he's uh, a model. Right. Yes. Right. And so, you know, obviously, um, this really fueled their fire right. because they're like, are you kidding me? All these women want to sleep with this guy and he's a bad guy. Right. But he looks good. Well, it, pro- it kind of proves the girls want a bad boy right. type thing. And, you know, girls don't want somebody that's nice to them. They want someone that's mean to them. Yeah. It, it, you know, we, I mean, I mean, I, most guys I know look at Meeks and go, Holy shit, he's good looking. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. And I also always feel that there is a difference between admiring someone's looks Uh and wanting them. Right. Like sexually. Right. You know, you can be like, damn, that woman is beautiful. Right. And like you, they just, like, they're attractive. Right. But that doesn't mean like I want to be with that person necessarily. Right. It's just, you can admire them. I can admire art artwork. Right. I mean, I want to fuck it. Right. Exactly. So that's what but saying. you know, can't you also admire someone, want to fuck them, but still not want to be with them? Absolutely. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's like. Yes. I mean, I think probably most. I mean, I'm just assuming. I've not taken a poll. Okay. Most people that would find Meeks attractive would probably be like, I'm not saying I want to move in with him and have a family. Yep. I just want his face in front of mine. Among others. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I do. Say, it's just, I, know exactly I don't know. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Normie is an average guy with average looks and intelligence. Uh, I feel you, Normie. It's yeah. okay. Becky is a female who is not so attractive, therefore more attainable than a Stacy. And by the way, holes is another word for women. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I've heard I've heard him being called a slit before. Ugh, right, that. right. It's just like hate it. What a what a derogatory name. Black Ops to sell. Oh, this is a gamer. And almost. Okay. I see where you get that. Yeah. This is actually a. It's a real person. It's some anonymous guy whose picture represents the quintessential incel. Okay. The guy in the picture is relatively average looking. He's maybe a little bit on the unfortunate side as far as his head shape. Um, and like the spacing of his facial features is just okay. a little like not symmetrical. Okay. And he's wearing a black Ops 2 t-shirt. And this guy is more or less hailed as a deity. Like as far as I know, they don't know literally who this person is. Uh-huh. It's almost like a stock photo. Like they found you, Wait, did you say deity? Or did you say daddy? Well, I hope I said deity. Deity? He's a god. Right, that's what you meant. Okay, when you said, you know my ears don't work so well. I thought you said he's hailed as a daddy. (laughs) Like the, like in charge. That's what, okay, then I realized, wait, you said deity or deity or whatever. Okay, all right, sorry. Did I mix it all up? I don't know. Nope, you said the right thing. I just heard 
with the way my hair's here. That's all right. And I don't know if this real life guy even knows that he is used as their god. Okay. Huh. But it's interesting, and, and it's an interesting picture. Um, a Walt, A W A L T. All women are like that. Oh, a Walt, buddy. Yeah. It's okay. So that's just a. It's okay. A very common response to something that. When the guy's bitching about, you know, this Stacy who blah, 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 blah. And, and the, somebody just replies, A-Walt. Right. Kind of like LOL. Or, um, alpha, of course, is the charismatic, popular guy. Beta is the opposite. Uh, most incels identify as betas. Okay. There's K-T-H-H-F-V. Mm-hmm. So these are the true qualities of an incel. So okay. It's kind of like... You know, SWF for single white female. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. So this is how one might describe themselves yeah. as an incel. And it stands for kissless, okay. touchless, hugless, handholdless, friendless, virgin. Makes you want to cry. That is so awful. Why? I know. Um, gymming is a way to cope. So working out to get buff to increase your chances, even though it won't work. Mm-hmm. It's still a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they, the incels will kind of accuse each other of coping. They're like, okay. man, you're just coping. That's right. not going to change anything. So unfortunately, the incels have gained quite a bit of media attention over the years due to some members taking out their frustrations and anger on women in the worst way. So first, got to put out a little trigger warning. Okay. Because we're about to talk about some mass shootings, some suicides... If that's a trigger for you, you can just fast forward for about four minutes and just skip this part. So, and I'm not saying any of the perpetrators' names, except there's one I have to slide in, but I don't like to give them any... Right, right, right. ...any publicity. So first, on December 6th, 1989, so this was pretty early on in the whole um, community, Mm -hmm. at Polytech in Montreal, Canada, a shooter killed 14 women after accusing them of being feminists before killing himself. On August 4th, 2009, a Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania man shot and killed three women who were in an aerobics class at an L.A. fitness before killing himself. And all of these people identified as incels. As incels, Mm -hmm. right, okay. May 23rd, 2014, a 22-year-old incel went on a shooting spree in Santa Barbara. He posted that he was going to punish women for rejecting him and sexually attractive men because he envied them. He researched which of the college's sororities had the prettiest girls and made that his target. When he got there, he couldn't get in. So he started shooting people nearby. He ended up killing six, three stabbed and three shot, plus he injured 14. That shooter is now called St. Elliot among incels. After this incident, PUA Hate changed its name to Slut hate.com he is so admired by the incels because he did what he needed to do he stepped up Mm -hmm. october first and then they start coming a little bit more close together october 1st 2015 at the umpqua community college in oregon a 26 year old student killed nine people and injured eight before killing himself and he left a note stating that he was moved motivated by the sexual social rejection that he had faced and he likened himself to the 2014 killer in santa barbara saint elliot 
April 23rd, 2018, a 29-year-old man drove a rented van through the New York City center of Toronto, aiming for people that were out walking. He ended up killing a total of 11 and injured another 15. He was arrested and eventually found guilty of 10 counts of first degree and 16 counts of attempted murder, and he's still awaiting sentencing now because, but he will likely serve a life sentence with possible parole after 25 years. God. He had posted, the incel rebellion has already begun. We will overthrow all the Chads and Stacys. He posted that right before he went on this rampage. God. Mm -hmm. February 24th of 2020, a 17-year-old male stabbed a woman to death with a machete and injured another woman in the Crown Spa erotic massage parlor in Toronto. The injured victim stabbed him, and he ended up being arrested, and he was a self-identified incel. 17. Machete. Jesus. May 20th, 2020, a 20-year-old man opened fire at Westgate Entertainment District in Glendale, Arizona, aiming for young couples. He ended up injuring three before he was arrested. Luckily, no one died. Right, right. Well, and that was in the pandemic, so it probably would have been even busier. You're right. Yeah. On July 21st, 2021, a 21-year-old man in Hillsboro, Ohio, was arrested for plotting a mass shooting of women at an unnamed Ohio college. Luckily, he was caught before he did anything. Right, right. He had posted... Man, it was happening. It was going to happen. They caught him just in time. Yeah. And then lastly, um, on August 12th, 2021, a 22-year-old man in Devon, England, shot and killed five people and injured two others before killing himself. The victims who were killed included his 51-year-old mother and a three-year-old girl. God. Yeah. All of these perpetrators had posted either to forums or on YouTube sentiments about being rejected and taking revenge on women and or men who they blamed for their loneliness my goodness you know what so i guess uh, when i had first heard about incels um i didn't realize you know i know people call would call somebody an incel okay like I don't know, on a Facebook post or something, somebody, you know, who people think are just, oh, go back to your mom's basement, you must gotcha. be blah, blah, blah. Gotcha. They, they call them an incel. I didn't know that. Well, well, depending mm-hmm. on what the subject is, obviously. Sure. Um, so what I didn't realize is that incels call themselves incels. Gotcha. Do you know what I mean? I thought it was more of like... An insult or... An insult, right. Which yeah. it is. I mean, right. an insult, but you're... It's like, if you call a group of terrorists terrorists, do they call themselves terrorists? Right. That's what I'm saying. I understand what yeah. you're saying. Right. Okay. It's weird. Now you know. Now I know. The more you know. I must say that not all incel-focused websites are as extreme as the ones that I mentioned earlier. Other sites like Incel Site, fabulous, mm-hmm. later called Incel Support, was a much more positive space for incels to discuss ways to overcome any obstacles that they faced socially. A subreddit called Forever Alone is another forum that is more focused on being supportive. While there are many experts who have sound, science-based methods of teaching children about relationships and dating and sex, including consent, 
boundaries, respect. There are also those with less healthy ideas of how to solve the incel problem. For example, American economics professor Robin Hansen recommends legalizing prostitution for now while we work on developing sex bots. Sex bots. His stance is that those who have no access to sex suffer similarly to those with low income. He believes that the government can help incels find sex partners somehow. Mm -hmm. He has compared those who steal because they're hungry to those who rape because they are sex starved. <laughs> My God. Yeah. So are we sufficiently creeped out yet? <laughs> I'm pretty creeped out. All right. So I, I can't leave our hose fans feeling yucky or sad. So I thought I would end with slightly humorous, although still kind of dark, reading about a couple responses to a Reddit post. Okay. All right. So Reddit asked if anyone has been hit on by someone using PUA techniques. Okay. So here's just a couple I thought were kind of giggly. Mm-hmm. Every day at my job, I work in the fashion industry, but I'm not a model. Every day I get, I know most guys wouldn't be hitting on you, but you're my type. It makes me vomit bees. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, another one. I get personally offended by nagging. A guy said my shoes were frumpy. I got up in his face and said, what the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? He ran away. <laughs> um, a guy told a girl, I think you can, I think you can get in this party. I saw some ugly girls get in earlier. The fuck? Another one. This girl said, yep. He stopped me to ask some stupid question to get me to talk to him. It was not smooth at all. I told him to go fall down a well. Oh, no. <laughs> a guy at the bar asked if I wanted to come back to his apartment. He wowed me with, you look old enough, and, I mean, you're pretty enough. Jeez. I mean, wouldn't you just go running? Yeah. Okay. Five quick but funny pickup lines. Okay. Okay. Tried to find something I didn't hear all the time. Not yeah. that I'm getting picked up by Right, right, right. Yeah, but just the last know. time you were out. Yeah. yeah. Is your mother a beaver? Because... Damn, girl. <laughs> On a scale of one to America, how free are you tonight? Oh, my God. Did you read Dr. Seuss as a kid? Because green eggs and damn. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one and the beaver one. Man, I wish I were cross-eyed so I could see you twice. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Not cross-eyed see you twice. Yeah. Kiss me if I'm wrong, but dinosaurs still exist, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, there is or was recently apparently a meme going around not so long ago. Mm -hmm. And it's based on a pickup artist forum. In the forum, there, um, where a picture of a pretty woman is posted with the question, how do you open? Like, very seriously. Like, it's, yeah. let's discuss this. So, for example, a woman buying chips at a grocery store. You show the picture. You say, how do you open? So, how do you approach and start exactly. your pickup exactly. techniques? So, okay. some responses were, uh, must be your cheat day. Or, you may get fat if you eat that alone. I should join you. Bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody else said, introduce yourself, shake her hand, and if she's receptive, start caressing her arm. Ah. Dude, I will You're elbow you straight in the nose. 
Or if you're shopping at the wine store and you notice a woman checking you out, how do you open? Response, if you're into expensive wine, I can afford that and I'll share with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So people started posting parodies like, you approached your backyard well and are greeted by her. How do you open? And it's Samara from The Ring coming out. Oh, right, 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 right. You arrive at your local diner and notice this young male sitting alone. How do you open? And it's George Costanza from Seinfeld. Oh, that's funny. You're at a bar and you notice this handsome man looking at you. How do you open? It's Danny DeVito behind the bar. Oh, wonderful. And then last, but the best one that I saw, you're in your living room smoking your third bowl when you notice this dashing specimen from above, how do you open? And it's a fat toad riding on a little toy horse. That's hilarious. <laughs> you have to Google it. It's yeah, so yeah, funny yeah, yeah, yeah. We just, I can always literally picture these things happening. Yeah, yeah. So I just picture this high as hell dude just looking down. Yeah, like, just oh. looking like, okay. <laughs> Ain't you stunned? Yeah. <laughs> so that's my educational history uh, lesson on the horrible story of incels i hate i hate that it's like so many things it's so sad it's sad because you know i i I think it's a good idea for people to have a you know to have places that they can go or talk or get tips or or whatever and it shouldn't all be revolved around i just need to stick my dick in something yeah or the other way around, you know, I need to get some dick in me, whatever it might be. It's just, it's like, yeah. just to be so angry. Right, exactly. And, and, and hateful yeah. over a group of, of people. There's all different levels of misery loves company. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know, it's like, sometimes it's good to be with a group of people who are having the same problems as you. Right, because they right. get you. Right. But it's also, it's also very detrimental yeah, to yeah. be in a group of people who all have the same issues because you all are going to, like, become a force. Right. You're going to, you know, start kind of like, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what? We should do something about that. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. not fair. Exactly. Which is yeah. so different. You know, that's kind of like when they have, like, support groups. There's someone who's mediating because they know how to keep it positive. They know how to, you know, move the conversation along. And when you don't have that mediator, you just have a bunch of people who are all facing an issue and they're frustrated and they're angry, they're just going to get more and more angry by feeding off of each other. Mm-hmm. So that's, like I said, it's just, you know, on one hand, it is sad. And it, it's also, you know, it also stinks that, yeah, of course, there are women who wouldn't date a man who wasn't attractive. I mean, you have to have some kind of a sexual, physical attraction yeah. to someone, you know, and it goes both ways. You know, we always say, Oh, you you wanted to date her, but then once she had a baby or two, and she put on some right, weight, right, those stretch boy, marks, that's so yeah, official of you, yeah, you know, and then you know you can almost, I don't know, it's just not. I think that it's a very complicated issue, if you get too deep into oh, it. Oh yeah, because he could say, you know, I still love her, I still want all the best for her. I'm just telling you, I'm no longer sexually attracted to her. Right. And it's it's kind of like how you know. Okay, I mean, I don't know how to fault you for that, but I also feel like it's not supposed to be a good thing. It's supposed to be wrong to do that. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So, incels, involuntary celibates, they, the 40-year-old virgins. Right. Yeah. 
I, I, I mean, get a hobby. Get a hobby and just try to meet somebody. Don't rape. Don't rape. Don't rape. And don't cheer on your friends wanting to rape. Yeah, and I've also decided that I must be a little bit low on the SMV because I've never had any of these little chicks work, uh, tried on me. No, no, so not I'm, me. Like I said, I've only been the... I've been the, I've been like the wingman version of a, of a woman mm-hmm. or whatever that is, mm-hmm. which I don't care, you know, right. whatever. But there was that, that, the one time that I'm thinking of in particular, I mean, this was high school. Sure. We were probably like 17. Me and my friend were on vacation and these guys were standing in line at Disney for a ride or something. And we just start talking. And the, the one of them was okay looking mm-hmm. and then the other one was like super good looking and I knew then that my friend was better looking than me which I don't you know whatever and but he was so into me and I was kind of uncomfortable by it because I've never you know I wasn't that person mm-hmm. and so he um, we something we brought up music somehow or something and we'd been standing in line for probably 45 minutes or whatever and we brought up music, and it was so slick how he, like, he said to his friend, oh, you've seen them in concert. And his friend was like, yeah, and how he went straight from me to my friend, wow. just so slick, and then me and the other guy are talking. Now, wow. the guy, the other guy was fine. I mean, I wasn't looking for a boyfriend, but right. he was somebody I'd, I'd date because he was a good enough looking guy, and... We obviously had things in common. We weren't going to know each other for more than 15 minutes after this ride was over. You know what I mean? But it's just the point of it was that was slick. Now, I'm thinking, now I look back on it, I'm like, he was only 17 and he had those skills, but he was right. also a Chad. Well. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just, uh, yeah, it's. Yeah. I had yeah. never heard of men supremacists before I was doing this research. Now that I've heard it, I'm like, duh. Right. Of right. course there are those people out there. There's mm-hmm. all kinds of haters out there of all different race, religion, mm-hmm. sex, gender, sexuality. I mean, there's always a group of people who hate other people for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. So it makes perfect sense. I just had never thought of it that way. Right, you know? right. And like I said, I mean, you can take a lot of different things out of this and you know, on one hand, as a woman, you can feel kind of empowered, like, in a, in a, like a not good way, I guess. Right, 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 right. like, oh, You I mean, guess. you mean I hold all that power? Right. right. In my, in that. my, in my roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's shut it down. Um, okay, so that was episode number 10. Number 10. In the books. The decasode. In your ears, decasode. Now it's in your ears forever. Yep. You're going to need hypnosis to get rid of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else? No, that's it for me. All right. Everybody have a good week. Later days. Later days. Bye.